Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Play the 13th Age, a Six Feets Under production. How about that? How, how wow. them productions be? Wow, they're very well produced. They are. They're very well produced, thanks to our producer, Ix. Mm-hmm. And... We know Stav. Let's play the 13th Age, a production of Six Feets Under. Uh, now we've gone first full circle, and it's only been one minute. Uh, <laughs> but in any That's case... This is uh, session 67, and it's going to be a hot one for you, so let's cover what happened recently, shall we? Uh, last time you caught up with us, uh, our heroes were taking a bit of a breather, uh, having a, a rebuilding time, checking back in with uh, their, their friends and family and employees at Equinox Manor. Uh, when they, uh, had some problems, specifically a, uh, failed recruitment into Corson's army, which then turned into a failed terrorist attack against them by Corson's army, uh, you know, why only have plan A? It still didn't work, but you, you gotta respect him for that. Uh, and then the unfortunate news of one of Bella's closest allies in her political career, Ambassador Mulberry Forge, having uh, recently passed away. Thank you, rest in peace. You're going to find out just how peaceful it is, because that inspired you to go and uh, attend his funeral in order to talk with his ghost to find out typically, if there was any malfeasance. Typically when somebody dies, though, that is an instance that inspires you to visit their funeral. <laughs> Yeah, one, yeah. One begets the other. But generally not to talk to ghosts. <clears throat> well, I mean, How'd you know our plan? Because you, 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 Who are you? You told me. <laughs> anyway, that, that brings us current. Uh, however, before... Uh, while everyone's packing up uh, the battle van to head out, uh, Manuel sort of clears his throat in that, that way that he does. You know the way. You know the way. Yeah. No, I don't. That's close <laughs> to the way. Quite, that's actually how the Swamp Goose does, which we have not met, and we won't until level 11. Yeah, that's, the expansion that's a is, very high level encounter. I have a negative relationship with the Swamp Goose, so I need to roll those dice now. Uh, let it be assumed it's a six. So. <laughs> let it be hoped it's a six, or else. Cursed Swamp Goose dice. So, what are you all gonna do about Manuel? He's he's very clearly not packing his things. My friends, uh, it seems... You, I feel I would be better served here as the, uh, gamekeeper of Equinox Manor. Uh, you're also invested in this mission to, to save the world and prevent, uh, the apocalypse that bears down on us all, but... I joined you in order to retake this place, and I feel that uh, it is here where I might help you best. Well, it was, <clears throat> it's been a pleasure traveling with you, Manuel, and of course we will uh, continue to see you every time we stop by, so it has been and will continue to be a pleasure working with you. Thank you for your understanding. And, and uh, please take a room inside the house. <laughs> I think you've earned it. I sleep where I will, lizard woman. No, I I sleep where I will, Scarlet. 
Uh, Hang on. Also, uh, I would be honored to represent Equinox in the Wild Hunt. Uh, I have a fear that the other uh, representatives and nobles that join in treated like a... How I hear family reunions go from those of you with families. Uh, whoever does not show up is bound to be the topic of conversation. My family's like three people, so no. I no. I would be honored for you to be represented by you, man. Uh, he, he tips his most formal hat. Uh, that was another sign that something was up. It, it was the big one today, which is weird, because that's not his traveling hat. Uh, oh. <laughs> and as he bows, he just shuffles backwards indoors. Okay, farewell. He, he rehearsed that for Way he goes. There he goes. It's, it's Manuel's way. He's a very formal, fancy man. So, uh, that brings us to heading toward, uh, deeper into the Elf Wood, where the court is currently set up in its rotation following the faces of the moon and the zodiac. Uh, time is of the essence as winter's frost gilds the queen's wood, but the elements are invested in the queen elf's machinations and the memory of Ambassador Mulberry. Uh, to speak with the dead, you gotta go where the body is. Uh, you have been invited to the commitment, the central event of the month-long funeral ceremony, and Elf Society has turned out in spades. Uh, is there anything you want to do before we get to the action? I mean, I don't know any of these people myself. Okay, so. you don't need to. I mean, to. there's, you know, mingling. Yeah. Uh, I suppose in some cases very, uh, awkward mingling with, uh, the, the finger foods, and everybody's, like, glaring at Scarlet because she's not taking them with her left hand because nobody told her it's all weird like that uh, Scarlet you should take me to it um, um sure. that, that makes sense Trivial Elven manners. Look, look Scarlet follow my lead okay Bella eyes mint suspiciously unsure of how uh Classy? No, maybe not the word. I uh, proceed to do absolutely wow. nothing. <laughs> All right, that works. All of its lead. And it's really the best advice one can give. So uh, we're just looking really uncomfortable. He's wearing a suit. And he really doesn't. <laughs> did you at least take? Did you at least not put it on over your arm there? No. So yeah, uh, everyone here is. You get a good mix of uh, people here out of genuine uh, relationship with the deceased as well as uh, people just there uh, to keep up appearances and even some who are gunning for his old job. Uh, but such is life. Uh, That's the game of life. Mm-hmm. By Milton Bradley. <laughs> Right. right on time, uh, the Elf Queen arrives for the second time in our campaign. Of course, who would dare uh, accuse her of being late? Uh, dressed in the silvery greens and blacks of mourning, uh, w- with a U. Nah, I know what you're thinking. Uh, she steps behind the funeral bier and bows her head. Everyone feels her words without hearing. Those who speak Old Elvish understand the meaning, but only the elves of the party touch the deeper understanding of them. Uh, regardless, everyone can appreciate... 
Uh, regardless, everyone, including Scarlet, can appreciate its musical dreamlike quality. Uh, in fact, uh, Bella finds something extra as she leads the uh, ancient funerary hymn. Uh, something in the unusual time signature or the chord progression. It's I not. Got it. I got it. Yeah. Bella, uh, hearing the funeral hymn, kind of. <clears throat> It strikes a chord with her in some way. It seems familiar in a way that she hadn't considered before. I mean, of course, everyone, everyone who's anyone knows the, you know, elven funeral hymns, but, uh, there's something differently reminiscent, um, that she, she doesn't quite know what it is. Kind of like when you, when you hear a song and you know you've heard it somewhere before and you're kind of like thinking, oh, I mean, of course it's that song. But like, no, 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 that song sampled a different song. What is it sampling? And you spend like, you know, it's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, does she it, feels it. She knows it's something. She's just trying to think. Does she have an emotional reaction to it? Does it conjure up any thing like that? Uh, well, okay, so, so there's a, of course, any any elf to hear that hymn, especially being in, you know in the presence of the elf, being like that. Right, right. They they definitely feel a whole wave of emotions, including um, kind of emotions that are specifically tied to the the person who's lost. I'm sorry, can you hear those cats? A little bit, yeah. but that's just what elf singing sounds like. <laughs> sorry. Um, we okay. And the cats just are meowing going. desperately. Kind of the the anyway, a funeral hymn is sung by cats. Yep, that's it. Sung by cats. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, there, there are emotions tied specifically to you know the, the person who who passed away, like in honor. It's it's a very like vivid experience, but for some reason, yeah, she she's feeling something um, almost nostalgic, almost sentimental. Uh, okay, that, okay, that predates um, predates her you know working relationship with uh, Mulberry. Okay, cool. Uh, again, as the uh, hymn goes away to the ancient prayers and and uh, a very traditional solemn homily, uh, touching on uh, Mulberry's life and how it is uh, inextricably interwoven to the history of the world and, and the hearts of of all who worked with him, and of course his great public service as ambassador to the dwarves uh, in this. A uh, remarkable time of peace between the two peoples. Uh, as she commits him to eternity, a thousand motes of light come uh, uh, floating down from the buds of the trees and land on his body. And once she's finished speaking, they have all floated away, leaving nothing behind. Even Margaret is touched by this display as she rolls a one on her heart of stone check. Uh, which definitely happened. Which definitely did happen. Just, just take our word for it. <laughs> We were there. Trust me. Uh, of course, this is going to upset your plan for trying to uh, talk with, do a speak with dead ritual, because that requires a body. Uh, or does it? Or what if, what if we has, just have enough I mean, other good... If we have a uh, close... I'm sure that a ritual like this, if we had something close belonging of his, something that was very close to him. Well, the thing is, the original plan was to, you know, talk to the body, reanimate the body briefly. But, uh, maybe that won't be necessary. 
There's another uh, way we can do it. Yeah. Uh, Nav does like at, once things are done and and you're again mingling and speaking. You're you're saying these things. Uh, I mean, I doubt you're talking in the middle of the funeral, correct? Oh, I, I, that, we're just, that yeah, would be I mean, inc- remarkably rude. We picked up the orb and we're like, oh man, the, the elf queen came out. You gotta see this. <laughs> now she's singing. Oh my god, stop singing already. It's boring. <laughs> in any case. Are you recording my favorite orb show <laughs> on the orb at home? No, none of that. In, in any case, as once Scarlet starts talking about stuff that's close to him, Nav says, "No, that wouldn't. We don't need one thing. We need like all, all of the things." And then his three eyes open uh, in, in a start. Like, yeah, that's it. Okay, I can, I can do this, but I need to be on my throne. And the rest of you need to be in his office. Everybody's been telling us about how he was married to his work. His work was his life. All of his... Like, if I can send his spirit anywhere, it will be to forge. But in order to direct ghosts that have been broken into a million pieces or whatever, I I need the throne of Necropolis to do it. And of course, we all agree. Sounds sensible to me. You're, You're the expert. Over ghosts and stuff. Ghosts and goblins, you say? Possibly. If there are any goblins in the court, they will not last long. In the meantime. Uh, in the um, meantime. So, uh, it's one uh, quick battle van uh, trip with... Hold on, hold on. I gotta cover something else, too. Go ahead. Is that, uh... There's a lot of, there's a lot of chatter around the, uh... Um, funeral, kind of in the, in the reception... And, and after, like, the before and after, um, of, uh, suspecting, <clears throat> some, some people suspect, uh, you know, that it was, it was something, something happened. Some people know that something, you know, right might have happened and are, you know, acting like, uh, being very suspicious of anyone who might question otherwise, uh, as, as Bella doesn't, uh, believe that this was, uh, a natural death, but rather... Um, foul play from uh, the people that killed Brylado? Yes. Yes. There's some some people kind of kind of talking behind her back here and there throughout this funeral. Depending on Elf Queen Six that I rolled a while ago. Uh, but uh, her as as her good fortune uh, would have it, the rumors about her are starting to spread that um the, these people who are involved, whoever they may be, um, the shadier elves uh, who wish, who would likely threaten Equinox, are, are kind of mm-hmm, hesitant. Mm-hmm. They're they're talking behind their backs and kind of being like, "Look, I don't know if we should like here. She's untouchable. Like I hear she's got something <laughs> to do with the with the Elf Queen or something. Like yeah, she's got some yeah. kind of direct direct ties, and I don't I don't oh. want to cross that." It, do, do you do you want to make this like really solid, like really brazen? Sure. What do you mean? Like, do you want to go up to the elf queen and bow low and speak about how honored you are to see her again after performing for her at what when you were a child musician? No. Okay. I do not wish to do that. Okay. Because <laughs> that would be brazen and really hammer at home. Uh- <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, people are pretty like. Uh- pretty nervous about some of these rumors of like 
No, I mean, like, she, like, the way she's kind of, like, sees, you know, power so quickly and, and influence and stuff. And they, I, there's not, there's something unnatural about that music. And we don't know anything about it. And, you know, I, I, I just, I hear she's got some kind of direct tie to the acting. Like, since she's looking for her, she's, she knows her. Like, I mean, she performed for her, like, at a young age, like, one of the youngest ages that might have been the youngest elf to perform in front of the elf queen ever. Like, there's something. There's something. And did you hear what she did to those Rexa? Sasha's? Oh my god. Just her and like a handful of servants. Servants? Wait, did they know about that? <laughs> Do you want them to it's know about like that? like yesterday. What, I don't think that... News people, travels fast. I mean, I guess I guess if these are strictly like the, you know, the conspirators, the people who are actually running this, uh... Maybe someone's cousin was there. One dark assassination secret, then yeah, you know, maybe... Maybe someone knows about it. There was some kind of ruckus in uh, Equinox. There was a ruckus that got totally handled. She handled that yeah. the hell out of that ruckus. And the walls. Completely handled ruckus. <laughs> I hear she's just getting stronger. She keeps leveling up. It's impossible. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so yeah. That. That's, a, that's a little rumor that's going around. Yes, yes. Uh... Bella has leveraged her her standing with the Elf Queen and now has a reputation for just being... It Nothing sticks to her, so don't even try. Don't even step. Don't mess. This oh, says the know. mourners at the funeral. <laughs> and probably it's only not. bad things can happen to uh, <laughs> someone who uh, tries to threaten Equinox Manor. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, is there any other stuff you wanted, anyone wanted to get up to here before we the hit the bricks for seance time? Yes. Mm, I don't think so. We don't really know anybody here. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think anyone would have anything important to say. Well, gee, thanks. So. Well, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Shit. I don't know anything about elves, I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, hop, skip, and a jump away uh, in Battle Van. You drop off Nav to uh, make his preparations for his half of the seance, uh, mm-hmm. trying to pluck a, a spirit out of the ether before it is entirely lost to the ages, while you all head to uh, his office in Forge, the place uh, where he was most uh, attached in the mortal world. Uh, how's it looking these days? Uh, well... Since it was attacked by Corson. Oh, Forge in general? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, there's one new industry uh, that's kind of interesting. The uh, stone that used to make the giant uh, statue, which you toppled onto the Vajra drill. Uh, yeah. Some of it uh, a great deal of it has been turned into a uh, um, a memorial to those that uh, fought off Corson's army, including oh. yourselves. Uh, really? They made statues of us? No, no, but it, it is dedicated it, to all of the defenders, including yourselves. Yeah, it's like an over, overall memorial. Mm-hmm. Uh... So but the rest of about the idea, of the but the rest of it is set aside, and every building that has been built since has had a chunk of that statue as its cornerstone. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, did you want to give a ride to any of the mourners from Forge back, since that's where you were going? Or did you want to keep it secret that's where you were going and not take any hitchhikers? I think it would be best to keep this on the down low. Okay. Yeah, let's not, let's not make ourselves too known. Well, uh, then if you want to ch- check in at Beeston, you'll see that the two-headed Ettenmayer has not yet arrived back from... Uh, the same funeral where you saw him. Because uh, your battle van is a lot faster than his transport. There you go. Yeah, also that was... So, uh, how does Beeston look in general? Uh, it's not so much a uh, slum anymore. In fact, it hardly exists. Uh, it's more integrated than that. There are dwarves that live in there. There are uh, elves that live in there. And its inhabitants, those uh, whom who have gained the means, have been able to move out into other neighborhoods. You know, it's more like historical Beeston than the uh, no, in- enforced thing shops. it used to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gentrified. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's all cafes and vaping. There is no vaping. No vaping. There was no vaping in 13 days. <laughs> not that the technology does not exist in this universe. Oh, it exists. It just, there's no vaping. I prefer. Anyway, let's go to the <laughs> You prefer office. the vaping. <laughs> no, I would not. Let's okay. go to the Papa loves to vape. No, don't start. <laughs> Uh, well, once again, you are you are seeing uh, a number of elves who are similarly dressed in the uh, the colors of mourning. Uh, however, they uh, have jobs to do. There's work to be done. They, I'm sure, some of them would recognize Bella. Although I don't think any of the rest of you got up to any business in the elven embassy there. No, no. Oh, wasn't I believe Margaret? Maybe Margaret did a bit, but I think the rest of us were elsewhere. Oh, I remember that. I don't think you did it at the actual embassy, though. I thought you did it at the, uh... I went uh, to the Imperial Embassy when we were in the Forge, I think. Uh, Yeah, but this is the Elf Embassy. Yeah, yeah, this is the Elf Embassy. Oh, I never went there, no. Why would I? Imperial Embassy. So nobody nobody would, like, really be super recognized except for Bella. Like, maybe they'll, they'll be like, oh, are these... Yeah, these are your... Companions. Uh, yes, uh, Ms. Canto. Assistance. Uh, Your assistance. <laughs> uh, Duchess Canto, so lovely to see you. You, of course, uh, as a noble, are absolutely credentialed. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, issue guest passes for anyone else you want to take with you. Who are these people? Oh, these would all be my uh, my traveling companions. My uh, adventuring and They're all in my employ. And what business have they here, ma'am? Duchess? Bella's business is our business. Because we're in this together. (laughs) We have... uh, And and then Scarlet tries to get holding hands with everyone at once. And uh, it doesn't work. Uh, We just have official business to um, retrieve some things from Mulberry's office. Ah, yes. Uh, so you are the courier I heard was coming. Uh, something about getting the originals, the, the duplicates that were put on file in the home office weren't good enough, I suppose. That's, that's you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and 
these are what? Just movers? What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, g- give me a charisma-based check to, to get him to, to really believe this story. <laughs> they're movers and shake. They're movers and shakers. I'm moving, I'm shaking! Uh, let's see. We're very dedicated to movers uh, because we showed up in our funeral cults. Um, Th- thank you for that. Uh, it it might raise some eyebrows. The people love the old man. I don't think I met him, but he's seen. Alright, there we go. There we go. 33. 33. 17 yeah. Heck yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Let me just sign this. Uh, it's da 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 da. He counts heads, hands out badges. Uh, yep, there you go. Uh, I think you'll remember where it is, but let me just do my job. Uh, it's up the stairs to the left, uh, the big ornate door, uh, all the way down. Uh, I can't miss it. All right, thank you very much. Uh, what was your name again? Uh, Root. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Root. My name's Root. Root. Oh. Root. Uh, <laughs> well, it, was a, it was a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yes. sure. Um, <laughs> so to their to their office. He only gives like, his last name to. It's it's part of his professional so demeanor. Yeah, like I thought. Yeah, I thought. I wasn't sure if you were having trouble with the name itself, or if uh, <laughs> or what. Let's just say a little of both. Uh, <laughs> His name is Root. You do not know his first name because you are not friends. <laughs> Though he is a friendly guy. Clearly not. <laughs> Maybe a bit awkward. Okay. Uh, in the office, you see that not much has changed. Many of the personal effects have been uh, removed and uh, bequeathed to family, of course. And uh, someone has been through... Uh, filing and labeling and organizing things in order f- for whatever they need to do with these documents, whether they be shipped back, like you claim to be doing, or left here for his successor. But, uh, yeah, it's a strange feeling that this was once so lived in, and now it's, uh, a, I guess a sterilized version of itself. Now, now, well, you know, he uh, he really lived it out, you know? Now it's... Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's just furniture rather than the, the cozy office. No metric joke. Yeah. Oh. It's oh. a little of both. Don't worry about it. Look, when you get to the bottom of it... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you want to just get to the ritual? Cool, cool, cool. I, mean, I, I say it might, it might make more sense to just kind of, like, spell out what does happen in the ritual, like, okay. rather than um, having a... Didn't really, just, like, sorry, making a note here, probably cut this little discussion part out, but yeah, it didn't really work out super well for us when we tried to play it out. Right, And it might right. be better to just say, yeah, hey, this happens, this Some happens, of it whatever. was probably my insistence on the distraught weeping woman there the whole time. <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> knows, really. You know, live and learn. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like how just everything we said it was just like, oh, she crumples on the floor <laughs> and just falls. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking faints in her chair. 
They are like the actual fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, sorry, and the, I don't know what timestamp that was. Yeah, I got it. Alright, alright. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, as you begin uh, doing what Nav told you to, he, he left you instructions for uh, how to handle your end as the receiver's uh, there's some candles you were meant to light and something in a black scrawl in a language that that is not only dead but has become of the dead. And then you hear a, a bony skeletal whisper that still sounds reasonably like your friend on the wind, which is weird. There's no wind inside the city built into a mountain. But you catch one anyway. Uh, must be magic. And, uh... Oh, I've never heard of that before. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when, uh, those files bound with red tape tear themselves open and flip around, and, uh, you notice that they, um, start, uh, in their cycle, the one word you catch from each, uh, makes the sentence... Uh, hello, Duchess Canto. Nice to see you again. It it seems his this uh, ritual has turned his files into a giant Ouija board. Wow, fascinating. Uh, way more interesting than ghost. Hey, yeah, this is what happens when you get extra planning time. So, <laughs> uh. You, you were also told by Nav you'd, uh, he'd be able to hold this on for three questions for sure. Anything else, you'd be pushing it. So, uh, what have you got? Had we already, like, predetermined our questions? Uh, I know last time you definitely wanted to know uh, how he was killed. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then who killed him? Uh, well, for to, to uh, catch you up with the, the information you got last time, you know uh, he was poisoned... Uh, he knew he was poisoned as he was dying because he recognized the effects of it. And. Uh, Is it something about. It was the uh, white flower toxin. Yes, that's what it was. Yes. Uh, when you ask him. He said something to me too, but I think it was a minor thing. Yes. Uh, business first. <laughs> but yeah, I got you. You're in good hands. Uh. You also asked about other uh, uh, people from the court, especially those already in Bella's conspiracy web who were in town at the time. Oh, wasn't the uh, the guy the? Uh, oh, the oh, I know what I wanted to ask. Okay. Uh, sh- should should I be watching my back? Let me cover the thing I uh introduced in order to wrap up things you asked last time and then answer that question, okay? Okay. Uh, he tells you that Babish, who signed off on uh, Bryladell's cause of death, was also also happened to be in town on a tour uh, of, of state business and did the same for him. For, for his right, mysterious right. death. That's, that same cover-up. Yes, the same coroner who is also... Who also holds the office of physician to the queen. Yes. Yeah. By the name of Babish. Uh, so, yes. Question number three. Uh, does Duchess Canto have to watch her back? 
Uh, there is, uh, you know, more... So expecting something slightly out of this answer. I don't know if I'm going to drop that to you real fast on that. Uh, uh, please? Yes, okay. I don't want to uh, mess up anyone's plans for the character, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was something that I mentioned to you earlier, but I just wanted to remind you, so... It's Dulé Hill! He's presenting a Tony Award, or maybe a musical number. It's hard to tell with I it on mute. I thought that was the name of Bella should watch out for. <laughs> Duchess Bella, <laughs> beware Dulé Hill. The the documents flip open. Uh, some new files uh, come out of a cabinet that, that suddenly opens itself with a with a clang, and uh, he says, uh, "My dearest Bella." Uh, I have heard word of the Queen suspecting you of something, but uh, there, this is a tough web to crack, and one does not uh, overhear th- uh, enough information to even know that there is a web uh, in the first place without the sort of dedicated attention you've been giving. Uh, that is... Merely a whisper of a rumor, but as we have seen, these things can be deadly with even less. I think I understand. Thank you. I don't. <laughs> Bella, well, she doesn't... She, okay. I'll tell you later, Rip. <laughs> also, how do you crack a web? Don't you unravel it? That's a good point. I believe it's a metaphor. Please. Yeah. I'm... He's an incredibly ancient man who then died and then had his ghost split up into a thousand itty bitty pieces. Can you cut him some yeah. slack? He's com- I guess. There, there were no instances of the word unravel in his documents fair, Rip, to Ouija to board with. To be fair, Rip is used to ghosts that just outright scream what they want about <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of, The ghosts I'm used to are a lot less eloquent, I guess. <laughs> So, so you want this one to be even more eloquent to make up the average? Yeah, I need, I need, I need to be compensated here. <laughs> uh, uh, so, come on, I've got expectations and they're not being met. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the the wind begins to die down, uh, it, it there uh, the next bits are all fragmentary, and you can tell that. Uh, your communication with Mulberry is, is not... doesn't have much left to it. Signals uh, fading. Signals fading, yeah. Uh, and then... Are there any last little, uh, last little morsels of things that were sort of being written before the uh, connection cuts, or is that just cleanly uh, I'm, I'm getting the end the, of it? I'm painting a picture with words. I apologize. <laughs> I was so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> There's... Uh, painting. Uh, one strange thing you get is you look just like her, and then uh, a travel itinerary opens up. Uh, now, if you were, although the the message looks like uh, seems to be you'd look just like her uh, cabbage, which is really really weird. Because usually it's been the next word in the sentence is the first word on whatever page gets unfurled. But you yeah. see that the last thing was a menu for a guest from the independent state of Eridu. 
Oh. Okay. Seems like it might be talking about my room. Yeah, yeah. And apparently uh, the menu had cabbage uh, on it somewhere. And apparently you, you look just like her. You look Thank just you. like her. Or cabbage. <laughs> you look just like cabbage. We're all so mean to Scarlet. I feel really bad about it right now. Scarlet. Scarlet, I don't I don't think you look like cabbage. Not even a red cabbage. Speak <laughs> for yourself. Think, what? <laughs> I, I am. I literally said I, I don't think that you look like cabbage personally. Thank you. In my own personal views, Margaret, I don't think oh, that Scarlet fine. looks like cabbage. All right, everyone back in the van. <laughs> Wait, does the ghost have anything else to say? No, that's or pretty much it? it. That was that was the last one. You heard, heard us arguing about cabbage. He's like, all right, I'm just going to die. So we have to leave through the window so that they don't see us leaving without moving things. Because we just take covered. the stuff. Yeah, do, do you want to steal all his documents? Well, you uh, you well, did tell the guy out front you were there to take the documents. It so might be I more actually, suspicious if Bella, you didn't. That's a good idea. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> Bella would like to look around for uh, some specific... She's going to ask everyone to kind of help her look around for, for specific documents about yep. um, about the the case that she was yeah, investigating, and there's some case number. She has. Your uh, Freedom of Information Act requests and and things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just try to get some try to get some of the paperwork that is probably she wouldn't want other people to know about because it might put her in danger, but also some of the paperwork that she wants stuff. to keep now for reference. Okay. Um, some stuff that should have. Some uh, tell me how you're intending to find these uh, uh, secret things and give so me a I background like to, check. I like to I like to think that there's um some kind of uh, filing system mm-hmm. that was used. Uh, this is all under a specific uh, series of, of case numbers um, that she would be aware of. It's just locating those case numbers might be a little bit difficult, like figuring out what his uh, filing fine. methods were. Right, right. Uh, knowing him, he probably invented his own system. Probably. The Mulberry method. So let's say... Uh, Hmm. I, maybe I which can which background check? Yeah, maybe you can help. You're probably can really I, good with filing paperwork and stuff. I've read a lot of books in wizard school, so. So what do you know about like different kinds of classification? Do you know anything about like different methods of uh, sorting beyond the? Uh, so much time in the biggest libraries in the empire. I think I know how to look for stuff in a record. Setting. Uh, I'm going to make a wizard background check. And I've rolled a 31. Okay, okay. So so that's with your assistance for... Or, or are you taking the lead and now Bella's helping you? Uh, honestly, yeah. I think Because uh, it would make more sense. Like, Scarlet's very skilled with... Uh, Scarlet has a very big background of paperwork and filing and, and wizardry and, and knowledge and organization methods and whatever. Bella's probably just gonna yeah, so Bella's probably just gonna like assist her. Right, in, right. Okay. All divining right. Uh, what method he would use, like probably probably like informing it a bit. So let's just say like Bella adds like a charisma curse part or something to kind of add like informed 
knowledge of right. what his personality Absolutely. is like. Yeah, learning Mulberry's uh, methodology, and also maybe just a little bit of, you know, the way elves, elves... L- learning Mulberry is the key to the Mulberry method. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Finding Mulberry. <laughs> so. Okay, uh, so, as uh, Scarlet is thumbing through everything and uh, trying... I'm like, I'm, like, books are just, like, levitating and circling around me. Like, <laughs> Absolutely, yes, yes. Uh, she's way faster than, a, like, a person could read them. Mm-hmm. She's having a real hard time, though, making sense of it, and that's when uh, Bella realizes, no, the problem is, this isn't how it was before. They, the, the people who packed it up for moving have uh, uh, messed it all up. That's why we're not seeing it. So uh, she uses her memory of the office uh, to get things back to how they were, and then it clicks with Scarlet. Oh, of course this guy's an elf. It's all the 32 points of the elven zodiac, clearly. (laughs) So uh, you go to the... uh, 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 the sign of secrets with uh, the even star ascending, so clearly that's where the elf secrets are going to be. And and there is the most recent uh, unfinished files uh, that are in uh, Mulberry's own hand. He, he did not think these were safe to be dictated. Even to poor Donatella Moss. That's what we're looking for. Is it written in Elvish or some sort of language? Mother language? Uh, it, it's written in Elvish, yeah. Uh, he's a, it's his first language and, and most natural. I'll, I'll plug this out of the cloud of paperwork I formed and hand it to Bella. Thanks. Thank you very much. This is exactly what we're looking for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, I think we've uh, we've got what we need here. Okay, so it's off to Glitterhagen, specifically the Shadowport district of Glitterhagen. Away we go. Away we go. Sounds like we're heading somewhere pretty rough. Are we going to pick up Nav on the way? Uh, no, Nav's going to meet you there. Uh, it seems like the sort of place where Nav would know where to meet us. And that's why he's going yeah, to find I... it easy to when he gets there later. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it probably wouldn't be too uh, too difficult for... Nav, Nav probably has no history with Shadowport in some Nav knows the finest places to hang out in to backstab out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I guess we're uh, taking the short trip. Uh, Glitterhagen is, of course, the closest Imperial city to Forge, which is part of how they get all the good stuff to sell. Uh, how's, how's life in Battlevan these days? Well, there's a bit more room without... Battle van is a goddamn oh. mess. Hint. <laughs> places a did, mess. Did you check? I think it looks alright. I mean, it's not a, it's not as, it's not as good as when we first built it, but I mean, it's... it's. I mean, Rip's room might be a bit messy, but... Oh, God. What's wrong with uh, it, man? This, like... Dude, look at this. Look at this. Over here, we've got, like... All of these just... Ha- how can there be this many loose power couplings when we didn't even have this many power couplings in the van to begin with? That's what doesn't power make sense. 
Leave this to the experts. Uh, that would be that would be me and Tran, Margaret, if you oh. were wondering. I see. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! No, on on this oh side I have a B. On this side there's a T, and they have to they have to connect to each other for there to be efficient etheric flow through the system. And that like look, battle van should be going at least three times as fast right now, if not faster. But like we're we're basically just using maybe maybe on a good day if the moon is right 10% of the the actual fuel from the engine is actually making us go the rest of the... <sighs> rip get me get me that that other thing why didn't you bring that boss we were at the moon what cuz i was busy is this what you wanted boss yeah yeah that one no no okay. that other one what? Oh, okay. Wait, you shouldn't be upgrading this thing while we're flying it. That's exactly when I should do it. That way we get to test it immediately. Do you want to just plug this in right now, or...? Um... Okay, do it on three. Okay, so who's flying this thing? Is it me? It's you. It's you. Congratulations, you're the captain today. Rip. Hooray for the captaincy. What? Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. You're, you're the captain today. And the I'm captain like, oh, says it's your day to be the captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, fortunately, I, it's the already like auto. Real needs greasing. It's it's Only not Alphonse optimal was here. captainicity. Only Alphonse was here. Strange captain was here. Yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm sure and the cargo bay so. is super disorganized, and then it's like, look, we need to reconfigure everyone's quarters like this so we can improve just, you know, thermal conductivity throughout the whole craft. We do, have more, we do have more space. So that, look, the way that we're set up right now, if the dragon, like, breathes fire on us, this thing would, like, pretty much melt instantly. But Hang on, I'm taking notes. Like uh. this, <laughs> if I rearrange everyone's rooms like this, um, like, at worst, it'll singe your hair a bit, because we have better, we'll have better thermal flow. Are you just gonna have the fire flow through our rooms? Not not through your room. Well, define through and define room. Like if we were in our room asleep when the dragon breathed fire, would we die of fire? No, but your hair would catch fire. I mean, I don't think I would die of fire, but these other guys. Well, so we would be set on fire, is what you're saying. Well, your hair would be set on fire. There. I mean, I consider my hair a part of it. That's, that's fair, <laughs> but I mean, most of separation him. between the hair and the rest of the body. I, I, I have a lot of hair. I'm saying this because specifically other parts of you will not catch fire for a while. Like, at least 15 seconds or so. What percentage of me would you say would catch fire? This is the first time you've seen anyone read and accept this speech off an iPhone. Volume. Because this volume. is brilliant. Seventy-five percent. Yeah, that's what I'm I can live with that. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you is going to be cool as a cucumber, though. You don't have to worry about your handwriting. Uh, a warm cucumber. A cucumber that's partially on fire. No, the cucumber is not. What, Scarlet? Do you even know the first thing about fire? Don't answer that. <laughs> don't answer that. 
Anyway, Man, you know, I feel like I feel like these are probably things that you should bring up next time we're back at Equinox. You can talk to Tran about them. And, and I, I, yeah, I feel like that's probably the best time. Not while well, we're actually <laughs> the first thing. About how how far are we now? Anyway, let's check out. Uh, we're like halfway there, aren't we? Oh, that's. Where was that supposed to be flying us again? It doesn't matter. It's already autopiloting. You don't actually what? have to do that much. Oh. Oh, good. Wait, then why'd you even put me off here? Turned off. Well, Rip you're, the, you're the like, captain, man. It feels good spinning the wheel, like, alright. Yeah, you just get to stand up there, it's like auto-spinning, and you're just kind of like holding your hands on it, pretending you're doing something, but then you walk away and it's still going on its own. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it feel good to be in the captain's chair, Rip? Does it feel good? It's like whenever like you pretend to play a piano that's auto-playing, you know, and then you get to walk away. Yeah, Rip does that every show. I could see yeah. Rip getting bored of all... walking away from the from the I think it took all the storage on her phone. That's that was a long the first time one of my characters has been put in charge of driving something and just walked away. <laughs> I was put in charge last time and I got it stuck in the tree. So, uh... Spella seems kind of... She's kind of uh-huh. like thinking about stuff. She's yeah. about stuff from earlier. You and, uh... Her? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Rip, you were asking earlier what the hell that was about... Um, yeah. I heard a rumor when we were at the funeral. I, I heard a couple people, um, well, I, he- I heard whispers when I was around the, uh, the, the snacks table, the, the, you know, snacks table, okay, table of snacks. Orders, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, the snacks <laughs> table. The crudite. Yeah, that was rolling in his bed right now. Do not try to tell me that you heard something at the food table that I did not hear. Because I, I was there the entire time. Uh, I was there as well. All right, then. Anything. Uh, Anything did you hear any? Do you hear any interesting rumors? Because why? Uh, yes, I. Uh, yeah, what'd you hear? I think uh, what Rick was trying to say oh. is, um, it seems like some people uh, are talking about. Equinox and its relationship with the Witch King. Oh, that one's real. That one's that one's worthless. I don't forget about that one. No, no, no. no. The, the rumor that I'm talking about. The rumor that I'm talking what? about is uh, what? Someone was saying something about. Uh, I'm muted. I, I, okay. Well, first of all, I, I, I'm so, convinced that we're probably seeing. I, I think yeah. that what happened to Bryla Dallin, happened to Mulberry, oh, is still a ways off of, of being yeah. at risk. I think it means me as well. Yeah, it's in your car oh, I'm, and you're I'm coming up to a deep water. Turn around, don't drown. Yeah, right, but yeah. I'm talking so, about from other elves. Of course, other people are going to try to kill yeah. us. Come on. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean that I, I don't. I don't fear assassination because I, I. I think that the. I think that the elf queen wants something from me, or knows something about me, that I don't know. Or maybe she doesn't know something about <laughs> there we me go. that I do know, or don't know. Oh, is this what she's not? I don't know. Probably. Something. That's that's a lot of possibilities. Is it it is a lot fun? of possibilities, but I don't know. Like maybe like she knows. That's just to ride this one out. Just see what happens. Yeah, I, I mean, she. I, mean, I, I I've told you before, right? That I I actually like I I performed in front of the Elf Queen once before when yeah, I was yeah. very very young. Yeah, I, I don't think I've mentioned. Yeah, I, I, we mentioned this once. One other time, we were actually uh, seeing seeing her in the court for the first time together. But she, from from what my parents told me back then, so she was very interested in me as like interested in me as like a you know bright uh, 
upcoming, you know, musician. And I, I, I was, uh, you know, to be classically trained and all these things. It was just, it was, it was something. I didn't think about it for a long time. It doesn't really seem relevant until this, I don't uh, know. before or after the curse thing. This was before, right? It was. Yeah, I know. It was before. It was before. Um, you think she could have known about that? I don't know. How, like, how could she have known about the fact that oh, I was the we're talking about here? Yeah, but but to know that I was going to become cursed, like that was something that was like an agent of the High Druid. That wasn't even. Do you think she was working with the High Druid to live in the woods? I live in the woods too, Rip. I wasn't I mean, I do too. Conspiracy. But... Even I think that's a little bit. Uh, that seems far fetched. Look, yeah, I'm just saying it's a possibility. I don't know. I don't know. Like, well, I've, or maybe she just. I've had been a thinking. Or I've been thinking about the nature of things. I guess I've been thinking about the nature of things, and I don't like. I... Yeah, see, nature's the whole point here. That's oh what my I'm trying God, to tell Rip, you. Shut up for a second. I like. <laughs> do you think that growth? Groat, of all people. Like, we, we met him forever ago now. Do you really think that Groat had the ability to give me some magic that to this day, like, nobody nobody understands? Like, no, because that guy's a gross term. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. So what is the deal? You There's more to He's the one that cursed you? No. I, I used to all my life I did, but like, you yeah, blew up Groat with a single fireball, which was very impressive, but I mean, do you think that he has the ability to create an entirely new magic? No. He's, Maybe he's he dead. didn't create it. Maybe he was just the one that cast it. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he was obviously working this for This is somebody. the Spielberg's spy movie. dug it up from somewhere. It was created right on the spot. Maybe it was something lost that nobody that they knew about. That's a good start. That is a really good point. But it, it makes me wonder because Mulberry told me uh, that I didn't necessarily have... Uh, I'm not necessarily at risk, but I am being suspected of something. I mean, I'd say keep your eye out, just in case. If the Elf Queen suspected me of something unlawful, then I don't think that I would have easily and... and to be fair, we safely. are literally wanting criminals right now. In specific places in the world, yeah. We've been if, wanted criminals for like a year. If the Elf Queen wanted me dead, I would be dead. I would not have been allowed at the, at the wedding. Wedding? Funeral. That out. I didn't <laughs> look. No weddings in a funeral. The look, wedding. Look, it's back in That's the just the way elves do it. it don't, I don't like calling it that. I feel like that's kind of a weird way to describe it. No, I didn't. Elves are I, weird. I'm retroactively saying I didn't actually say the word wedding. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, though. Rich, shut the fuck up. <laughs> These horse <laughs> are. Anyway, I don't know. I, this whole thing is basically just Bella just getting mercilessly trolled. <laughs> Sorry, Bella. Well, he pretends to fly a plane. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just swinging this wheel around. It's yeah, like, don't this... make me turn this thing around. And Bella's like, you Rip, could. This, you I was just having a conversation. Right. 
This entire te- conversation is taking place in the cockpit while Rip focuses very intently on trying to fly. <laughs> Smashing buttons, you know, basically yeah. random. <laughs> Whose job was it to clean out the Aether cannons? Scarlet, was that you? You were supposed to clean that. Check the tool wheel. And I not only cleaned it, but I recharged them personally while we were in the manor. What's all this grease? <laughs> she charged it with grease. Come on. Oh, sorry, that was me. <laughs> I, I think slamming got into it. I should have taken well, care of it. If you put grease in there, it means it'll a little move faster, right? That's how it works. I don't think you can yeah. grease magic. That's how it works for slamming. Every time you grease him up, I can't catch him. <laughs> That's anyway. a squirrely little bastard just gets creased up. That's a chase for him. You don't know where he's going to end up. How do these, how do these things happen? <laughs> One time, I think you chased him for a solid day and a half. Neither of you stopped to eat or sleep. It was just you chasing that little greased up neither, motherfucker. Neither able to catch up or get away from the other. It's just endless. That's, that's family right there. That's what that is. Uh, does, does he grease himself up or do situations conspire to get greased up? <laughs> does anyone remember if Slamby is on the Does Slamby become greasy or does, does grease just happen to him? Well, he's not Alphonse. Does, he does, does anyone remember... Does anyone remember if Slamby is on the payroll? Because I, really... I don't. I think he just showed up one day. I, I yeah, I don't. I think you pay him to not touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, be, should really dock It would be pay. too much of a hassle to remove him. So you know, we have yeah, to learn to live with it. The problem is Slamby showed up and they fed him, and now he won't leave. <laughs> I trust him. He thinks it's kind like of an his, ulcer, his you know, pet. like. You could get rid of him if you wanted, but you know, really, it's just better to just let it be. You just like, even if you were to take Slamby like miles away, <laughs> he would just come. He would be back the next day. That got homing instincts. I thought he was a goner, but nope. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still anyway, hung up on the idea of chasing around the manor for a full day while he's all greased up. <laughs> Not like even with all of us combined, we can't catch that slippery. We stopped talking about Slamby. Welcome to Scenic Shadow Uh Actually, but before, I, had, I had something yeah. else. I'm sorry, I'll keep it quick. No, no, go ahead, go for it. As someone who has experienced having some power, some powerful figure expecting things of you that you don't really understand, what I've learned to do is just focus on what needs to be done right now and not think about that stuff. Because at some point we'll figure out what the situation is and then we'll Handle it then. I guess. Well, I'm trying to. I'm, like, I'm trying I'm just to. Figure saying, out the I'm just saying, like, don't. Don't. You, worry you about remember, it. I don't have my magic, right? This or my, my music, yes. right? This is. This is relevant to me for my own. Uh, well-being, I should say. Yeah, but thank you. I do appreciate it. Oh, okay. Bella, you do you. Uh. <laughs> Already doing it. <laughs> Every day. Actually, Trans doing that. <laughs> ah! Ugh, wow. I can tell 
us about that. Jesus. Or tell us in excruciating detail. But uh, we got to put that behind a paywall. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to hear uh, the details of Fran and Bella's conversation. That would be the $50 tier, our new $50 tier on our Patreon. <laughs> the Bella and Tran smut section. <laughs> Anything be more self-indulgent. I know. <laughs> Fucking write porn about my characters all day. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh... Uh, yourself into yourself. <laughs> That's honestly fucking... not fucking self-indulgent. I'm not talking about fucking myself, dude. I'm talking about two characters <laughs> that are written. Anyone who ever writes anything at all oh, yeah, has to be writing characters that they've created. Yeah. I mean, it would only be if it was if it was yourself and yourself literally. In a <laughs> yeah, like a self-insert. <laughs> me, an actual self-insert of me. A double self-insert, too. <laughs> all right. And now we're here. <laughs> the battle uh, van. We took the battle van. As and now an I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in more, you know, generally. We are. I mean, Shadow also port. the battle van. Shadow we're port. just getting, we're Shadow just getting in the right mind. As, as, we, are. as <laughs> we are. We're in Shadowport. As you Shadow travel port. to Glitterhagen and Shadowport, uh, which of you characters have uh, ever been there before? You call it a character. <laughs> calling the five of you the characters. Which of you okay. have been there before? Uh, I think, I think we've been here a few times. Yeah? Cool. I've um, probably been here uh, when I was younger, but not recently. Oh, Bella's okay. been to Shadowport exactly once uh, for a short period uh, long, long ago when she was on the run. Um, probably a decade ago, even. Ever been to Glitterhagen, she... though? Uh, the, the rest of it? Oh, yeah, you know? we play shows Glitterhagen all the time. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, probably once or twice. Okay. Probably a few times. Uh, I don't know how, how big... Out of character, how, how big of a place is Glitterhagen like, typically? Like, is this like it's a... Seven, yeah, Glitter, okay. Glitterhagen yeah, is yeah, one yeah. of the seven cities, yes. And the yeah, Vegas. then Rip and Bella have totally been booked for, for concerts here before. Mm-hmm. It's the sort of deal where, like, it's so big that Shadowport is, like, to the people that live there, it's basically its own town. Basically, yeah. Sh- yeah. Shadowport yeah, is a large and semi-autonomous district of Glitterhagen. I'd in, probably in expect to be kind of like how when people talk about when people talk about, like, let's say, like, Phoenix, Arizona, and how it's, like, one of the largest cities in the United States, they actually mean the Phoenix metropolitan area, which is made up of, like, seven other cities. I, um, Probably, like, the districts are more or less large enough to be their own. Uh, in the yeah. Game yeah. In the game I'm running, I treat Glitterhagen basically like Vegas, or, well, no, less Vegas, more Reno. <laughs> I mean, real fucking, like, bullshit, but... Uh, yeah, I. I, I'm sorry, I, I have, yeah. Has what? has Mint ever been to Glitter, Glitterhagen and or Shadowport? <laughs> Glamgold. Nope. This is new. Uh, okay, has Margaret ever visited Glitterhagen and or Shadowport? It was probably very brief and for a very specific purpose. Okay. Uh, well, it sounds like Scarlet's uh, uh, brothers probably tracked some tracked some thieves down here mm-hmm. when they were found. Uh, it's also a good place to pick up contracts for bounty hunting. Uh, one-stop yeah. shopping. So, uh, what is one memory, uh, let's go in this order. What is one memory Scarlet has of her time in one or both of these two places in one? Well, there is, uh, well, there was a, uh, a bar we went to where it's mainly for bounty hunters to gather, 
uh, talk shop, pick up some contracts, things like that. Okay. There's a bounty bar. Do, does it have a name that you recall? I have a fun story. Let me just call it, uh, it's just called, uh, The Lodge. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, what's, what's one of, uh, Rip's big memories? Like, when, when you're flying there, you're like, okay, guys, there's this thing. What, how do you end that story, Rip? Oh, man. Um, come back to me. Oh, okay. I gotta, uh, I gotta think. Margaret, uh, what's one rumor she's heard of Glitterhagen or thing that she, uh, uh, doesn't want to find? Well, uh, back during the, the War of the Orcs that Margaret was in, you had, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of weapon smuggling used to go on here. A lot of uh, very particular kinds of magic weaponry used to happen. Okay. Uh, that was the one time Margaret ever came here to, to attend to a matter relating to that. All right, cool. He's heard the trade has grown in recent years. Nice. Uh, I mean, these uh, times of upheaval and fear, it's only natural, I suppose. All right. Okay, hi. <laughs> oh, yeah, Rip, what are, what's one of your prized Glitterhagen slash Shadowport memories? Oh, man. Okay, so we came here to play a show once. Bella, do you remember the casino we played at the time? Of course I remember. Yeah, it's just this huge You, almost, you got thrown out like three times, but you <laughs> Yeah, but they kept... kept letting me back in. I didn't, yeah, even, yeah. I didn't even like wear a costume or rocket disguise or anything, they just let me back in. Just they let me off with a warning. I think they knew I was dropping tons of money, so... <laughs> Do you remember the name of that place? Uh, I'm surprised you don't remember. You're the one who... Had been wanting to go back there for like years. Oh man! Every time I go there, it's just a blur. You probably shouldn't drink so much when you go. I probably that's, shouldn't. That's how they get you to spend so much they money. Just keep handing me the drinks, and I put them in my mouth. <laughs> well, you and know, it's not the worst nice. thing you can do with them. Hand you like anything? Yeah. <laughs> they hand me they the hand live yourself. lizards, and I put them in my mouth. <laughs> No, I saved those for later. I saved those for Slavy. He likes those a lot. Uh, was it called the, uh... Like stars. Pickled Lizards. That's what it was called, actually. It was called the Pickled Lizards. It's called the Pickled Lizard! That's right! Yeah! Okay, the Pickled Lizard. Okay. vinegar shots. That'll do it. Uh, what, what's, uh, a rumor Medi- uh, that, uh, Mint has heard about... Glitterhagen that he either wants to verify or, or avoid or something like that. Okay, this is this is something I both want to verify and avoid. <laughs> uh, that which will make sense after I explain. Okay, so this one time back when I was lo- working at the repair shop, right? Mm-hmm. So we were having our usual um, Friday evening after work party, and who was it? Um, I think it was. Um, Aurelium came by with with this bottle, and they said that they they got it from you know a friend of a cousin of a friend or whatever through Glitterhagen. I'm like, okay, well, what is it? And they're like, you know, it doesn't have a name. You can't you can't talk about this stuff. And so it was like, what is this? Some 
illegal drink, and so of course we all tried it. You know, we have none of us had we'd only ever had above the board booze before, so we all tried it, and it was it was something else. Which is to say, like, so I, I, I basically lost all gross motor control pretty much immediately. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then, um. Andre, like, started trying to eat the furniture, just gnawing on it. Well, like, Andre, no. Andre, no. And, but then he was like, no. I'm a beaver. And he just made, tried to make beaver sounds and chew up the wood furniture. And then, like, and then, then our boss was just getting all twisty off of it. But I, I think, I think they get twisty off. You, they, they get twisty off of morning coffee, so who even knows. But I want to know if that, like, was just... Did they just sell us, like, a bottle that was, like, half wine, half paint thinner? Or, or is there some kind of, like, secret mystery messing up super bad stuff you can get down here? I don't want any. But I want some. But I don't want any. Okay. But I want some. Mint nose the mystery <laughs> drink. That's what's going in my notes for that. Uh, the mystery drink. Uh, mystery drink in all capital letters. Of course, of course. Uh, like three sets of quotation marks. Bella, what is what's something Bella remembers from her time in Glitterhagen slash Shadowport? Um, so actually, uh, Bella, Bella has worked some uh, some smuggling um, before. In her her year or two, where she was on the run after escaping the cream facility, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> Shadowport is a is where she was getting a lot of her smuggling work done. She had joined like some some kind of like local thieves guild kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, was was doing some. It, it was like it was kind of grunt work a little bit, you know. It wasn't the wasn't the uh, especially thrilling uh, kind necessarily, but it was. Uh, They're still smuggling. She was she was doing some uh, some sailing and stuff. Right. Cool. Cool. Smuggled kids. Bella, you've had actually, so many. It was, uh, you, you've probably led the most interesting and varied life. Yeah, at, maybe. Just about every city was, we go to, you learn another job you used to have. <laughs> I mean, it was a, you know, it was a good several years on the run of being, um, she, she didn't really have like an opportunity to like solidify a life for a long time. So it was always starting over in new places. Right. Every time, so. My commander also said the most interesting life to lead is a consistent one. I, that is certainly unusual for many people. <laughs> okay. That's. That, that's. That, that's all I have. To say, All right. Uh, that is that. That's. Okay. And with that, you guys uh, can see the uh, signature uh, duality, I guess, in architecture of uh, Shadowport and Glitterhagen. Uh, there, it's one city that is blessed with two natural harbors. Uh, one to the north. Uh, that is Shadowport, and one to the south that is the proper port for legitimate business in Glitterhagen. 
Uh, <laughs> They're right next to each other. Yeah, uh, divided by a, uh, a long, thin peninsula known as the Point uh, that is... Uh, well, none of you are locals, and I don't think any of you have specific local knowledge, but it certainly looks nice from the air. You know that, for sure. Uh, so, uh, where? what do you do? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to land? You are looking for uh, Nicked Adler, and specifically for the corners... No, you have the cornerstone. You are looking for the Hand of Death that he took... Uh, as spoils for uh, helping depose the old Lich King. Mm-hmm. What was Nick Adler's profession before that? He used to be uh, the the head of the Cult of Architects and Chief Architect of Cathedral. Mm-hmm. And so we think he set up shop here. Mm-hmm. Pretty good place to set up shop. Yeah. I say we... Uh, maybe we should... Uh, do a little bit of investigation in the city. Maybe we see if anybody knows anything about him. Okay. Where do you investigate? Uh, where are you looking? All that, all that aforementioned uh, lodge place. Oh, oh good. Like yeah. Things. The lodge, the bounty bar. Okay. Glitterhagen is, of course, a uh, as you fly over it, uh, a place of uh, wealth and opulence. It's clearly made for uh, people to show off what they have and, and what they can get. And uh, it's got an eye toward uh, that, that sort of surface chintziness and uh, awe that, that really knocks over the tourists. Uh, but the, the dinginess around the edges seems to be setting it a bit heavier than usual. Uh, but as you land, you make your way into Shadowport, which is a a different matter entirely. It is, and please forgive me, because I've been wanting to say this for the entire uh, uh, campaign, Shadowport is a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, suddenly I'm not feeling well and I have to go. Oh, see good night, folks. I ask for forgiveness. Rain gives the black cobblestones a grimy sheen. Everything is dingy, sooty, and cruel. Uh, coppery tinge is is in the air. Uh, it's hard to tell if it's the scent of blood or cheap coin. That's the situation. Uh, the the way to the lodge isn't quite how uh, Scarlet remembers it, but you do get there eventually. Uh, in the lodge, you see more of the locals. Uh, it's crowded. The The streets of uh, Shadowport are much more full than those of you who have been here before remember them being. And uh, the, uh, the when you flew over, you might have noticed the reason. Uh, the docks are kind of vacant. Uh, the shipping industry across the uh, Empire has collapsed due to the return of the Eternal Storms. Oh, yeah. That happened. So this place is full of a lot of out-of-work sailors looking for another way to uh, feed themselves and support their lifestyle of carousing. Rebel rousing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a rough place with rough people who would uh, gladly slit your throat, except uh, you look stronger than them. <laughs> so they'd have to. 
They'd have to be really clever to slit our throat. Yeah. We have a posse. I mean, you look at Rip, you can't even find his throat. I don't have one! <laughs> what do you do all your screaming I with? A, I don't got a net. This diaphragm. That's been compressed down Does into his like, lower stomach. Like, just <laughs> if, you were to shave, if you were to shave Rip, he would be a perfect sphere. He would be a potato. <laughs> He's Mr. Potato Bard. <laughs> That's my guy. Yeah, they were gonna make an action figure like that. The deal fell through. Maybe it's for the best. Rip Smolder Boulder's <laughs> secret Santarin. I love it. All my Anyways, best friends. Any old friends in here? All my best friends will get that one. So, so there. Not me. I hide in here. Let's it's see. Anybody mind. around here? Look like they uh, have a good grasp on what's going on in the city. Oh uh, well, you. There, I noticed one person in particular who has a name. There are two people in there with names. Uh, yeah. So, uh, two people that jump out are uh, a mercenary the air conditioner. Well, you don't know she's a mercenary, and if until <laughs> you ask her. But there is a uh, woman dressed for action who seems to have a bit of a light about her. Uh, the oppressive atmosphere of decay and, and uh, villainy uh, seems a bit lighter around her in a metaphysical sense. Uh, I mean, hmm. the table she's sitting at is just as in need of a washing, but it doesn't seem quite that bad. Uh <laughs> And uh, another is a uh, fully plate-armored knight who uh, is flipping through a sheaf of papers and, and making notes. Uh, they're the ones who look to be most ready for action. Everyone else uh, is pretty much in good times. The world is going to end. Let's get blind drunk on mystery drink on, until demons eat us all. They have mystery drink here. Is this guy... Is this guy, is that a, is he a dragonborn, or is he just in, like, really elaborate armor? Are you asking him that? Or are you just checking him out? <laughs> yes. Just check him out. So, nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, he has dragon-styled and dragon-motif armor. He has no tail uh, sticking out of it. And, uh, you know what, yeah, he has his beaver up, you can see the face. It is a human male. Okay. Perhaps half orc. Maybe that's the lighting. Uh. Uh, well, first I want to talk to uh, let's talk to the lady with the nice aura around her. Maybe uh, she will be nice enough to divulge information. Okay. Uh, what do you do? Um, let's see. Uh. I guess I'll just uh, approach and say, uh, "Hello, you. Uh, you seem like you've uh, got a handle on uh, this area. This area. Uh, I suppose. Good. Uh, I'm. My name is Scarlet. Uh, I am a wizard, and I uh, am looking for someone. Well, I'm Hazel. I'm not. And are you hiring? Uh, mercenaries, because I've got some work to do. Oh, uh, well, maybe not. Uh, maybe not. Uh, we're just, just uh, where you offer her money. 
Oh, maybe, you have uh, to pay people to do work. That's we don't really need uh, a mercenary, but if you have information that's useful, then we can certainly pay for that. Uh, all right, I guess. Uh, sure. What's up? We're looking for a guy who we think has set up shop in this town recently. Goes by the name Nicked Adler. Yes. Former He's from what? Where was he from originally? Cathedral. He's the architect Cathedral. of Cathedral. Uh, from Cathedral. Well, yeah, he's been here. It was in all the papers. Oh. Uh, As you recall, it was in a number of the papers. <laughs> yeah, that is why. <laughs> Well, I didn't. I wasn't aware it was a big thing. But we, um, we just think that he's up to something. Yeah, he's like making all the houses or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of people who are happy to, uh, since the ships aren't sailing, to to do a day's labor, uh, uh, chopping wood and, and pouring cement. So uh, lucky for him. But that's that's not my bag. Are you sure you don't need a mercenary? Uh, no, we need more mercenaries. Talk? I really don't think we could use a mercenary. I'm sorry. I think we need more honest muscle on this. Wait, team. why? Mercen- big- do you consider mercenaries honest? Mercenaries just work for coin. Too much. That's true. But at least they fight with you know usually sword and shield and you know nice and simple. No. <laughs> no kind of a mercenary. I'm not hiring a mercenary. Uh oh is if you wanna hire if you wanna hire out of your own pocket, then please. Well Mario doesn't spend any money since like her life. Our, our Bella her wife. Yeah, you know. Margaret's a saver, you know, she doesn't our, I'm not good at this. Somebody else talk to this. Our Bella Our Bella and Rip uh near this conversation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, Bella, Bella's there to kind of cut in to be like, "I'm not, I'm not paying anybody." Oh, that's. You don't need a mercenary. Oh, that's a shame because you have got so much that I want. I want that. I want. Oh, I want that one. Oh, oh, you have. Oh, I've never even seen one of those. She's pointing at different uh, parts of Rip's uh, musical armor. And uh, Wait, hold on, we might be able to make a deal. Wait, what? Are you going to give her your armor? I don't... I would not dare go into battle with those. They are precious. And could could I just hear... G- give me a C. Just please. Uh, I'm going to talk to somebody else. Rip begins getting... Oh, how dare hobby. she have a hobby. Uh, Rip gets into like a really awesome, in-depth awesome musical conversation with her and everybody's just sick of it already. But they're they're over here just blabbing about music. Like, oh, see, the mercenary game is great, and I'm good at it, but it's just an excuse to travel the world and get some new instruments. Ah, uh, have you been to that? Oh, that uh, that city in the desert. Uh, yeah, that's the, they have these. Yeah. They have these drums. No one makes drums like that. And when I heard one, it yeah. was exquisite. So, I always tell everybody that you can't have a good band without a really good set of drums. I know. I I, I helped them uh, take out uh, uh, one of their regular devil patrols just to get one. Oh, man. Rip is just like, 
grinning ear to ear. Hey, Rip, who's your new yeah. friend? Yeah, she's a musician. Oh, hey. Hey, what's good? I'm Min. Well, uh, hi, nice to meet you. I, I'd say more collector, but uh, I, I do love music, for sure. Do you want hey, cool Rip? instrument? Yeah, what's up? Hey, Rip, do you... Sh- should I show her that? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Oh if yeah. You, if hey. you want, if you want a cool instrument, why don't you come with me? Awesome. I'm gonna show you something that'll knock your socks off. Your socks will be across. The your place. socks, your socks, basically will never have even existed. She she looks a little hesitant at this threat against her footwear, uh, but decides to take it as a, as playful banter and and not a literal. Uh, description of events, and then goes along with things. Where is Metallic Orb right now? Well, that, I've got it with me. Luckily, she doesn't know Mint, so she thinks figurative is much more likely. Yeah. I, <laughs> I got lots of lots of facts for her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Alright, but... So, want to see an instrument that probably doesn't even exist. But I've got yeah. It does. It, it, it. I mean, it does exist. It does. But only like, one. Barely exists. It. There's only one. I've got it. You want to see it? I want to see it. And if you give it to me, I will do anything it takes to pay back that debt. We'll get to that first. <laughs> first, I want you to experience it. I want to experience it. Okay, so we need to go somewhere a little quieter. I want it. Okay. That you can you can experience. Are you going back to the van or what? Yeah, let's, I'm going to take her back Just to the van. I, I want to go back to your room and experience what you have to give to me, sir. Don't be weird. <laughs> I, I'm Don't sorry. Be weird. This, guys, this we've been in. Her. We've been in. I want to show it for five guys. minutes. It was it was too obvious. You know, <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> The Lodge is a place where people find uh, whoever they're looking for, after all. For any, apparently, any reason. It's not just a bounty bar anymore. I, I think she's going to appreciate what I, th- this orb, though. This metallic orb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. She's going to love it. <laughs> I love that okay. dejected sigh. That's that's a good one. I... I, I say, I say, we uh, we start with that one piece we're working on, where you uh, you have like a like a one minute solo. Oh then, yeah. Then we all play. You remember that one? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to play a demo track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say we play a demo track for her, and uh, I don't maybe 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 she's like she's heard Grand Hanson's music and is not making the connection, and is like, oh my god, you guys are Grand Hanson featuring Metallic Orb. You're metallic. Every place I've gone and talked music, I have heard covers, I guess, of of your Battle of the Bands performance, and no one has one of these. No one can do it. I mean, it's... They they got reasonable interpretations of of Grand Handsome's parts, but the orb, they they don't even know how to convey what it is. What is it? Well, it's... You know... Uh, sound is things that you hear, and this is something that makes sounds. Beyond that, I can show you some of the technical specs if you're interested. Sure, sure. 
I got a couple binders here. Uh, and got got some notes on it. Um, no, you know, you can just sort of unscrew this part and see inside pretty easily. You see where I've got those those bits connected. Those are the four four panels on each side. And you know, then then I have to manipulate those in the back of my head with my thumbs. And it, w- it was a little awkward at first, but I think my my hands got got more flexible as a result of playing it. Just just stretching them out because you sort of have to. Um, but yeah. What? How exactly do you play the orb? Where well, you... first you put it on your head. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then. Uh-huh. Even... I'm I'm explaining how it works. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> then. By the way, my name is Haziel. I don't think anyone asked yet. <laughs> oh, good. So then, like on each side, there are like four buttons on the left, four buttons on the right. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit allergic to orbs. Uh, that's, that's okay. We, no, we forgot to, to, to spray it with the, the spray that makes you not sneeze. Um, the orb is a very dangerous shape. Very disquieting. fantastically. And so there, there are the four buttons on each, either the left or right side, and then there are these two dials sort of in the back that you have to be turning constantly with your thumbs. And those you can't trust control. a shape with no edges. <laughs> you can only trust a shape with no Our edges. doesn't like anything that doesn't have an edge. The edges are how they get you. Yeah. I mean, are, you know where you stand of an edge, you know. You know how it you know what it is. You know how many dimensions it's got, you know like what you know where it starts and ends. It's all very clear yeah, to you. I don't know how many dimensions a sphere has. But there's no there's none and also all of them. It's all at the same time. It's, it's just that. Anyway, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> like, so, so Nick has been been in charge of some construction stuff over here. That's cool. That's cool. Do you know uh, who he's been like? Who's been bankrolling all of it? Bankrolling? Oh, he uh, seems to have found. I, I mean, his uh, clients. I imagine you know the people who he's building homes for. Uh, he's been working in. And uh, just a little note that every one of you probably knows. See, uh, Glitterhagen isn't so much a political uh, uh, entity. I mean, I'm sure it is on the Empire's books. But real power, it's, uh, it's controlled by several different companies. Uh, and uh, where uh, Shadowport is the district where none of them have a hold of. And instead, you know, crime took hold. Because it couldn't get uh, uh, snuffed out by white collar crime. In any case, back to your regularly scheduled answer to that question. Uh, uh, so uh, Haziel uh, p- pulls out her uh, tourist map of Glitterhagen and, and points to uh, the the areas where most of the construction has been going on. And it does look like it's been uh, in the shipping magnets quarters, the uh, the Starline neighborhood. It's a bit hard to see. Oh, that's forest that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Who all? Who all? Um, who are the big big players over for Starline? Well, uh, Starline itself is uh, got a pretty uh, sizable hold there. I'm not really sure how. Or what they're doing, 
because, uh, you know, and she gestures in the uh, direction of the, the harbors that are full of wreckage and no one actually bringing ships in or out. Yeah, yeah, business is not exactly uh, super great for them. I don't know, maybe they're trying to diversify their their business a bit now with all the storms that will never, ever end. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, looks like real estate, although, or something. Look, have I told you enough so you can give me that orb? You want this orb? I want the orb. You want this orb? I, I want it. Okay. Before I give you this orb, I want, I want you to understand something. Is that you already know that this orb is one of a kind, right? So if I give you this orb, I want I want you to be careful with it, but I still want you to use it. So I've, I've included a short maintenance manual along with the orb, so that you can perform proper orb maintenance, keep it in good operating right, condition. Right, right, okay. It says uh, I should remove the grease regularly. Good, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, w- there will be grease, and that's that's normal. Sometimes you need to take grease out, sometimes you need to put grease in. Most of the problems are either there's too much grease or not enough grease. The grease doesn't just come from the orb, it comes from you. It comes from your imperfection. The grease just comes from... It's, grease doesn't have to, doesn't have to come from... Somewhere, Grease can just arise. Anyway, um, so I want you to promise me that if if I give you the metallic orb, that you will do everything in your power to continue to share it with the people around you. Can you promise me that? I I will, to the best of my orbing abilities. I. Other than that, you know, it's a little weird at first, but you'll practice, you'll get better. Alright, here you go. I hand her the orb. Fantastic! And the manual. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta have the manual. Good. Oh, the orb, the orb.